Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, have you ever had that I just feel so bloated, now what moment? <laughs> Me too, and that's when I reach for my Greens Gut Glow Drink. Yep, I can sip my way to healthier looking skin, support my digestive system, and get an extra scoop of greens all in one bundle that helps me de-bloat. This nutritious trinity includes three of my favorite Arbonne nutrition products, Be Well Superfood Greens, Gut Health Digestion and Microbiome Support, and Skin Elixir Collagen Support. I drink this every day. The greens, just one scoop of this versatile vegan superfood powder, delivers a blend of 36 fruits and vegetables in each serving for a boost of greens, featuring fiber, photonutrients, along with a natural deep green color courtesy of blue-green algae derived from spirulina, chlorelia, wheatgrass, and barleygrass. Just one scoop provides me with the benefits of eating a full color spectrum of fruits and vegetables. Minding my gut's microbiome is a must, and this delicate balance of bacteria helps support favorable gut flora. Designed to support the benefits of a healthy diet, this plant-powered natural health product mixes easily with water, so its blend of probiotics and enzymes can work synergistically with my body to help support gastrointestinal health. Its ingredients include inulin from chicory root and 3 billion CFUs of Bacillus coagulant probiotics plus enzymes that act as a digestive aid. This natural health product helps support favorable gut flora while helping to digest proteins and contains ginger, which traditionally used in herbal medicine to help relieve digestive upset. For the glow, I'm sipping my way to healthier looking skin. This acai or dragon fruit flavored vegan natural health product features antioxidant vitamin C to help in collagen formation to maximize healthy bones, cartilage, teeth, and gums, silicone and biotin to support healthy hair, skin, and nails, and a blend of sea buckthorn fruit extract, pine bark extract, and vitamin C for antioxidants. This vegan natural health product provides beneficial ingredients for my skin, hair, and nails. So head to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and use promo code ARBON10 to get 10% off your Greens Gut Glow Bundle. That's jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and promo code ARBON10 gets you 10% off. Or just click the link in the show notes and get your Greens Gut Glow Bundle all in one click. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of I Just Blank, Now What? The Podcast. Jessica Stevens here, your host. How is everyone doing? Welcome to May. I am so excited to be in this amazing season of change called spring. 
I don't know about all of you, but where I was last week, or actually last month, April was definitely the month of changing weather, (laughs) big, big transitions from winter into spring into summer back into spring. We joke here in Toronto that, you know, if you don't like the weather, don't worry, just wait 20 minutes, it'll change. But seriously, here in Toronto last month, we literally had like all four seasons in one week without waiting, right? So big, big changes as it comes to the temperature and the weather. And spring is definitely the season of change for me personally. It represents kind of like that awakening and things are growing and moving. And yeah, it's a big, big, big change season. So that is quite appropriate as that is the conversation we are having today, my friends. And I'm going to be super, super honest with you. This episode actually changed last minute, (laughs) right before I submitted my episode to my editor. I actually pulled the plug on it and decided that I wasn't ready to share it. And it wasn't what I wanted to talk about with all of you this month. So I changed my mind and I pulled the episode and I'm now recording this new one for you, literally at the 11th hour. And my editor is like, oh gosh, you know, she was asking me, she's like, hey, is, you know, is your solo show ready? And I'm like, so about that? No. And I explained to her that I was like switching things up and she was wonderful and gracious with me as always. But I know deep down inside, she's like, why does she do this? Why does she change her mind at the last minute and do something new? And it's just because it felt right right? And I don't know if anyone can relate, but sometimes you just, you just need to make a change and it may not be convenient and it might not make sense to other people, but if it makes sense to you, then I just want you to follow your gut and like make the change. So that's what I'm doing. I am making the change and I am sitting here recording a brand spanking new episode for all of you in replacement of that other episode, which will eventually air one day when I'm ready to to talk about and share it. I just, I realized that I hadn't fully processed everything yet and I still had some feelings about it and I wanted to share it once I was actually good good with it. We're good with that story. And it was actually, you know, closed and ended before I kind of put it out there in the world. So today we're going to talk about change. And uh, yeah, definitely we are in a season of change. I'm sure some of you have been feeling it also. Apparently there's plate tectonics out there. They're shifting right now. And, you know, is it mercury and retrograde? I don't know what's going on, but I'm definitely feeling a lot of change energy from myself and other people. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But we're going to talk about it from a few different angles because, hey, I know all of you out there, some of you are not on team change. You are on team comfort and the thought of change makes you really squirrely and very uncomfortable and you're hot and you're sweating and you don't like it. And I, I, I understand, my friends, I understand the discomfort that change brings and why you don't like it <laughs> and the fear that, you know, comes up into your throat when you even think about big, big ch- life changes. It's really uncomfortable. Change definitely is not for the faint of heart. 
but is it is definitely something that we all have to accept because the one constant in life is change that is the one thing that we can bet money on is that nothing is forever everything is temp- temporary and things will change so you got to really just start being comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable with change in order to live your life. So we're going to talk about change from the fear perspective and how to support and help some people who really struggle with change. We're going to then also talk about fear from another angle of those who not not only embrace change, but are maybe a little addicted to change. Anyone out of, out there guilty of that? I know I have been guilty of constantly changing and changing my mind and changing everything frequently. And while change is good, too much change is also not a good sign because that means there's something really unsettled going on with you. And that was that was my situation. So we're going to talk about the addiction to change and why some people literally just can't sit still or sit with something and it is constant they're in a constant state of movement and change some of it conscious some of it subconscious but none of it really being healthy and then we're going to talk about you know embracing change in a very healthy way so that it really helps you go out there and live your best life and know that change is inevitable and that it's helpful and it's there to actually serve and to help you grow into becoming the best version of yourself. So yeah, we're going to talk all about change from different angles, upside down, sideways, and back to front. And I'm going to be sharing some stories as it relates to changes that have happened in my life and the lessons that I've learned from them. How does that sound to all of you? Awesome. I'm so excited to talk about this with all of you. So let's just get to it, shall we? Let's change it up. So did you know that the fear of change is actually a true phobia? Yes, it is metathesophobia. I probably did not pronounce that correctly, but it is the phobia that causes people to avoid changing circumstances due to being extremely afraid of the unknown. It is sometimes associated with the fear of moving, which is also known as tropophobia, which is a real thing. Like, you know, moving is a stressful situation. I definitely know that. And the fear of moving to a new place And the unknown is probably one of the biggest fears out there because you just don't know what to expect when you're on the other end. And I think that's why I always have such a big heart and a soft spot for people who migrate and and immigrate to new countries and new places and new cities and pick themselves up and move, move that is just so courageous in my book. So for the, everybody who is an immigrant or is a descendant of immigrants, like they did some scary stuff by like picking up their whole families and moving to new countries, sometimes with, you know, literally the shirt on their back and nothing else to their name and had to like figure out how to live and survive in a very, very foreign land where language might sometimes have been a barrier, you know, 
all sorts of things going on and really just not knowing what was going to happen on the other end. So for all of you immigrants out there, good on you for picking yourself up and doing one of the scariest changes in life, which is moving across the country or to a new country and starting your life over, especially if there is a different language that needs to be learned. I think all of those immigrants are true heroes when it comes to facing fears and living through change. But yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's a big one, right? But there's all sorts of other things in our daily lives that cause us to be fearful of change. And it's just, it's the unknown, really. It's not the fact that you don't want to keep doing what you're currently doing because you're loving it. Because some people are also in a situation where they don't love what's happening in their life right now, but they're willing to put up with it or suffer through it because they would rather do that than, than face the unknown, right? It's the evil you know versus the evil you don't. I guess I think that's one of the sayings out there. And and sometimes it's not that it's a horrible situation. Maybe it's you're in a, an okay situation. It's fine, right? Maybe the relationship you're in is okay and the person is all right. There's nothing wonderful and magical and superb about them, but they're definitely not a horrible person. It's just kind of okay. There are so many people who are living in relationships like that and are just putting up with good without realizing that great could literally be right around the corner. But they're just so scared of giving up the good that they're not even willing to let that go for the possibility of great. And isn't that sad? Isn't that, you know, just utterly devoid of joy of just kind of going through your day and going through the motions of life and having this routine that is fine but doesn't spark joy for you or doesn't let you up or get you excited. To me, that is a fate worth than, than death, but that is literally how you know a good chunk of the population live because they have just accepted that what they have is as good as it's going to get. And I want to shake some people and wake them up and help them paint a vision for their lives and their circumstances of like, what's possible? And I think that's the other thing is the fear of change overrides the excitement of change, right? Because all they focus in on is the unknown and they see that as a really scary thing, whereas the unknown could also be a really exciting thing, right? It's all a mindset, right? The the, the same chemical reaction that releases in your body when you are feeling fear, you know, you start to sweat and your heart starts to race and your, you know, your stomach's in knots and you, you think you might actually want to throw up, like that physical feeling of being scared and afraid. Do you know that that is the exact same physical reaction you have when you're excited about something? It's true. And so it's literally just a mindset shift of, you know, instead of thinking of something, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. 
it's like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. <laughs> if we can just like flip the script on all of those fears and switch it to excitement, oh my gosh, like how amazing would that, that would be for people because it's literally just your brain trapping you in this cycle and talking you out of doing something because that's the your brain's job. I don't know if you guys remember this. I've, I've mentioned it on this podcast many, many times, but our brains are computers and our brains don't know the difference between any of the data that we that is given to it. So if you tell your brain something, it just believes you. And your brain's job is also to protect you. It's there to read data and protect you. So if you send a signal to your brain that says, warning, oh my gosh, you know, incoming, <laughs> new situation, unknown, unknown, your brain automatically goes into protection mode and it will shut that shit down, right? You're like, oh, no, foreign don't we don't do foreign we do familiar that is foreign shut it down and so your brain will literally do whatever it takes to put you out of harm the only thing is your brain doesn't realize the harm you're talking about is like you know doing something fairly minor versus the fear of being chased by a tiger that is the thing and your stress levels and your cortisone like shoots through the roof like that is our stress response the fight or flight is what kicks in when we get scared right and flight sometimes is the option fight is sometimes the option but that's your your brain's job is to protect you at all costs when danger appears and if you tell your brain you're scared of something and you're fearful of something and, you know, that's dangerous, well, then it's going to go into activation mode and do whatever it needs to do and tell you whatever story you need to hear to stop you from doing the thing. So we talk ourselves out of amazing ideas all the time just out of fear because that is what our brain is designed to do. So I want to check in with all of you, you know, how, how fearful are you on a scale of 1 to 10 of new stuff, new things, the unknown. Are you like really scared of that? Or are you kind of scared and, you know, possibly you might want to do it, but you just, you need to build up some courage muscles first? Or are you like petrified of change and the fear of the unknown and not knowing what's on the other side of that door? So do that little check in with, for, with yourself. And then the next time you're actually excited, about something and amazing, I want you to t check in with your body and notice the feelings, notice the stomach, notice the sweat, notice the, the flushness. And then the next time you're really, really, really scared, I want you to check in and see, oh yeah, these are the same feelings that I had when I was excited. Let me just tell my brain I'm not scared, I'm actually excited and it will just go on its merry way. <laughs> so do me a favor, try that and see how that feels. So as it relates to a time when I was very, very scared of change and very uncomfortable with the idea of it, was probably a very big chunk of my whole childhood. I was also a kid who did not like change. I was big into routines. I was big into 
knowing what was coming and I hated change. Like I literally cried. I was the kid who cried going into the first day of school (laughs) or moving. I remembered clearly after graduating high school, like packing up the, the car and it was the day that we were supposed to drive away to move me into university. I sat on the stairs of my house and I bawled. I was just so scared of what was coming. I was also scared. I was also sad. So it might have been a little bit more sadness than fear. But the sadness was not being in my house, not seeing my parents every day, not going, you know, having that same routine that we had had for 19 years at that point. And the fear of going out on my own and being by myself. Like that was a real fear for me. I remember distinctly sitting on the stairs, like crying my face off. The car is packed. My parents are at the door. They're like, kid, like, let's go. (laughs) And my mom jokes all the time. She's like, I don't understand because Once I'm in change, I'm really good at change. She's like, you are very adaptable. You you can like manage through a very, you know, big change in life like a pro, like a rock star. But it's only once I'm in the change. But leading up to the change, oh, terrified. Always like just the most amount of anxiety and the stress and the what ifs and the questioning. That was me as a kid. Absolutely. That was me. So for anyone out there who is has a big fear of change, I hear you. I see you. I was you. And I want you to know that there are, and it's not a fun way to live with anxiety. It's not a fun way to live being fearful of, of all the things and just having to learn to embrace change is one of the biggest personal growth lessons you could possibly do, but it will be well worth it. It will pay you back tenfold if you can figure out how to master some of life's biggest, scariest changing moments. And the other thing with change that I know is really, really hard is, you know, when change is not our own choice, when change is thrust upon us, That is actually when change is the hardest for most people to manage and and work through because A, you're not prepared for it. It wasn't your choice. It's not like you signed up for it and it's something that you now need to face whether you like it or not and that's where a lot of the resistance is, is, you know, when we choose to create change, like making the decision to move to a new home or a new city or even shifting jobs, we feel much more in control of that outcome because we were the ones who made that decision. But if change is brought about by forces outside of our control, you know, whether we've been laid off or there's been an accident or there's something that's forcing the change upon you, we feel very, very disempowered. And so that is why it's really, really hard is because we feel like we're, we're not in control. And we humans, we like to feel in control, don't we? And it's that thing that 
we have this illusion of being in control when we all really do know that there is no such thing and we're actually never in control of anything. <laughs> Historically, you know, the fear of change is evolutionary and it dates back to, you know, big ancestral times. And that was part of that, you know, fight or flight thing that I was, you know, talking about. Like fear is wired into our brain and our DNA and it was what our ancestors needed to master in order to survive, right? It's not the, the, the strongest will not survive, but it's the one that can adapt. And so we had to learn how to change in, and evolve in order to survive. So yeah, change, I know friends, it's, it's a tough one, but it's so, so, so necessary. So there is actually a list of fears that has been published to help people figure out whether or not you you actually have the fear of the unknown. And here are some that they've listed out. And obviously there's, you know, extremes to all of these, but they can manifest physically, emotionally, mentally, and really, you know, fears can really disrupt your life and stop and prevent you from doing doing things. But here are some of the signs that researchers have found. You feel stuck or unhappy in a situation, yet avoid creating positive change. I, I talked about that one already, like staying in a relationship or staying in a job that you don't want, but you'd rather stay in it than, than leave. You stay in a failing relationship despite wanting to leave. Again, you know, we talked about that already too, being like you might be with somebody who's okay or not a not great relationship but it's better than being alone there's a fear I'd rather stay in this horrible relationship than go out and be on my own because that's really scary that's that's a, that's a key one you do not strive for an ideal career when you're miserable in the current one been there done that like you know staying stuck in somewhere just because you, the future is uncertain not a good reason you have extreme anxiety over what is going to happen in your future. You have an inability to accept life changes that are within or outside of your control, right? Again, I was talking about that at the beginning of, you know, some of the changes we choose and some of them we we don't, and that can be a big difference. Or you refuse to st- stray from an everyday routine because you're uncertain of what will happen if you don't stick to it. Is that you? Like if you're, are you scared of what happens if you veer off the, the freeway at a different exit and don't know your way to wherever it is you need to go? You reject invitations to events, celebrations, family or friends' homes because you don't know what's going to happen. You frequently feel nauseous or have indigestion when you think about change. That's again, that feeling in your body. And you experience heart palpitations when you think about change. Or you find yourself shaking, sweating, or trembling at the thought of a life change. That is when you know that your fear is really kind of taken over your life and when you're, when you're living like that. So here's some things to think about and use as a bit of a measuring tool when your fear of the unknown starts to become really destructive in your life, right? So... There is good fear, and then there is not so good fear. The good fears of change is having us on high alert, 
right? Like our spidey sense stands up when we need it to. But sometimes it literally is destructive for us versus helpful. And that can lead to depression, anxiety, isolation, avoidance, stress, substance disorders, staying in unhealthy environments, staying in toxic relationships, suicidal ideation. Like the fear of change can be extremely detrimental. And so we want you to help cope with some of these changes in a really better, healthy way. So journaling is a really good way and just kind of, you know, talking out or writing out what what the fears are that you have so that you can kind of look at them and be like, are these real? Like, are these even possible to happen? Or have I let my imagination get the better of me? You know, meditation, we all know, is so helpful for all things. So, of course, meditation is on the list here. And creating a vision board. I love this one because this was actually something that I did the other day was I was very resistant to change something in my life because I really didn't know what it was going to be like or see. But then I started to create a vision board of this change And I got to say, it made it so much more fun and exciting. And I actually started embracing the idea of the the change to the point where I was like, okay, let's do this, (laughs) right? Like once I got on board with the change, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's make the change happen. Because the vision board kind of triggered something for me into being creative and exploratory and when I'm in that zone and I'm, I'm in that space, change is, change is awesome. Like, let's get creative. Let's do, do this thing. And it got me out of that fear or that discomfort of like, I don't want to change how this is right now because I like it the way it is. So vision boards, definitely helpful in overcoming a lot of that fear as it relates to change. Because if you can envision it, and you can picture it in your mind's eye, then you know what it could possibly be like. You could then know what it would possibly feel like because it's that little mind movie that you have going on in your head. And if you paint that picture in a really good, good way, and you're not doomsdaying it, but it's like, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be filled with this and that and the other. Oh, then that just like sucks all of the fear out of change right there in the moment because you can you can now see it. So vision boarding for sure is one of my favorite tools to to help combat the, combat the fear of change. Okay, so let's swing the pendulum to the other side of the spectrum and talk about the other side of change, which is the addiction to constant change and always needing to change things up and never feeling settled or satisfied with what is going on in your life. And you're always, you know, trying to figure out what's next, how to, how to change something. You know, are you the person who is constantly dyeing your hair, cutting your hair, getting bangs, going long, going short, or constantly changing your appearance and your fashion and, you know, trying to like, feel you know good in your clothes or comfortable with who you are and how you're showing up in the world are you that person who is you know always you know redecorating a room or changing the furniture or moving the things around I know that I am totally guilty of this 
there was a season actually when I was in university where for that one year, I think I moved the furniture around in my bedroom four times. It was just this constant need for change because I felt so uncomfortable with with my life at the time. I was just like trying to constantly do something different to help me feel like I fit in or I belonged or find some comfort during a season when I was really struggling with who I was as a person, what was going on, why, like, and, and I was having a bit of a, like, existential crisis at the time. That year, I literally changed the furniture in my room four times, just in an attempt to, like, feel something. Is that you? Are you that person? Do you, are you constantly changing your wardrobe? changing your outfits, changing, you know, painting, doing, doing anything else. Also, are you using change as a distraction? (laughs) I know I've been guilty of that. Like you just don't want to face something or you don't want to sit with something long enough to actually feel it and, and go through that emotion, emotional process. So you're just like changing, 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 changing all the time, picking up and go, moving here, doing that. And you're just never sitting still. Because that also, my friends, is not a healthy place to be. And I've been there as well. Right? I've been on both ends of this spectrum of feeling that change was going to turn my life upside down. And everything was going to come, come crashing down and, and be horrible. And I've also been on the other end of like feeling that need of needing to change constantly. Addic- and kind of a little bit addicted to it. So here are five cues that may tell you that you are somebody who actually is rather addicted to change. So not only do you embrace change, but you seek it out. Like if something is perfectly great and awesome and 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 fine and the way it is, but not in like, a, oh, it's fine, but like really going well, but you're still going to go and change it f- just for the sake of changing because you're seeking out change, you could be a bit of a change addict. The second is the thought of complacency scares you. So you're on the opposite end of our friends who change scares them. Complacency is as the scary thought for you. Some people are constantly looking for that one opportunity that embodies them to like figure it out. And they think the next thing for sure is, you know, that thing, but they're they're never satisfied and they're always going. And so, yeah, the thought of complacency just terrifies them. You get bored very easily, right? Nothing kind of quenches your thirst or satisfies you for very long. You have a little bit of, you know, attention deficit disorder when it comes to your life and you're always just chasing something else. Here's one on the relationship side. Commitment is not appealing, (laughs) Right? You're always constantly looking to change your partners, change who you're with. It could be relationships, it could be jobs, it could be housing, like where you live. You know, you de- ownership is not for you. You're definitely a renter because you want to be able to pick up and go and move when you're ready to do that. You know, you definitely have a fear, have a bit of a fear of commitment. And the fifth one, which isn't bad, but it could be an indicator is you're always up for an adventure. You're always up for 
going going somewhere new and doing something fresh and and you know quitting your job and taking off and doing that kind of stuff you could also that could also be a sign that you're maybe a little bit of a thrill seeker and addicted to change so do any of those sound familiar to any of you i know some of those actually resonate with me a little bit not too much but definitely some of them like complacency is not a feeling that i enjoy now you know which is hilarious considering that in my youth and I was a kid, I was a huge person who loved traditions, right? You know, things that we would do year in, year out and family traditions, I held on to those dearly. Now, as I'm an adult, you know, yes, there's family traditions that I cherish and the memories of them are wonderful, but I am not letting those anchor me me down any longer. I'm all be like, we're making up a new tradition. We're doing things different differently now so yeah I've again I've been on both ends of the spectrum my friends and I think all of us actually probably swing a little bit left and a little bit right on certain things as it relates to change so yeah that's the addiction side so take a take a look at your life you know on a scale of one to ten how addicted to change do you think you are and are you somebody who is constantly looking for the next thing that's going to kind of give you the thrill or, you know, give you that rush of energy or that excitement or that newness or freshness. Yeah. Change like that also not overly healthy. The healthy relationship with change is when you embrace it and you use it to fuel your life forward so that you can progress in a positive way, in a healthy way, in a, you know, at a pace that is good and natural and things come to their natural end and you're ready to move on or change things up or you can recognize when things need to be different and you're not stuck but you're also not chasing and that's when we kind of get into this kind of peaceful flow of life is when you're in flow you accept the changes that are coming along as you are flowing down that river of life. Sometimes you're going to get into a little bit of a speed. Sometimes there's going to be some rapids. Sometimes it's going to be a little flatter and go a little slower. And you embrace and you accept all the changes as they come and aren't trying to force the situation to happen faster, but you're also not holding on to that branch on the side of the river, preventing you from moving forward, right? So here's a couple of mindset things, too, that are related to change that are really, really unhealthy. And it's not necessarily people that need to be thinking about this, but definitely organizations, especially now in today's society and what's going on is, you know, organizations need to be much more open to the concept of change and doing better and doing things different and breaking some of those mindsets and paradigms that we have been forced to embrace for a really, really long time and that are very unhealthy. So, you know, one of them is, you know, if things are going good, don't change it. Like, you know, that's definitely a complacency mindset is like, if it's good, just let it be good and don't, don't rock the boat, don't change it. But without realizing that it might only be good for some people but not all people. 
And so normally the group that says that are the ones who don't want to see change because they're the ones benefiting from the way things are right now. Another another saying that relates to change that needs to kind of get sh- shooken up is it's how it's always been done. That is such a dangerous statement and phrase of living in complacency and and not acting and changing when we need to is is just because that's just the way it is. That's the way it's always been done. So that's the way we're going to continue to do it. Super dangerous. That is something that I hope people recognize and change instantly if anybody in their organization, especially in leadership roles, starts saying, that is a red flag, my friend. Get out of there ASAP. The other version of that is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, just because something's not physically broken doesn't mean it's working, right? And so sometimes we do need to change things up or even at least tune things up and clean things up to make things be better. All right, that's it for me for this episode, all about change and things that are going to be changing over here at the podcast real soon because we're wrapping up season four and season five is coming and we have some sweet changes coming to the show that I'm really excited about. There's changes in my life right now. We're in the midst of moving around furniture and changing the layout of some stuff. And these are all really healthy, good changes that I'm so, so excited about. The weather is changing too. We're approaching summer and I just love this current change in season. This time of year is literally my favorite as we're getting warmer, longer nights. Summer summer is coming and I'm here for that change. And the other change that's going on is a change in relationships and change in, you know, how we do things and what's going on. We've, you know, it's been a long three years for a lot of us. And so right now I feel like we're finally in a season of change where there is a new way of, of moving forward with, with how we do things and and run businesses and connect with people and network and relationships and even how we're gathering has changed and I think it's fantastic. I'm ready for it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. It was a last minute change to the agenda and so I hope you took that all in and you kind of helped you think about change and how you react and relate to change in your own personal life and think about people who are in your circles And can you identify the people who are fearful of change? And can you identify the people who are addicted to change? And then are there people in your life who have a really healthy relationship with change? And if you do, then I want you to go and connect with them and and observe them and see what, what it is and how they work through change. If that is something that you want to get better at, if you are on one end of the spectrum or the other, go seek out some friends and some family members who really have a good handle on change and see what you can learn from them. All right, that's it for me this week. And we will see you next week for another episode of I Just Blank. Now what? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank? Now what? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. 
Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.